0: Hello everyone, it is Professor Jason Guglia and welcome to another episode of the Power of Story podcast. In this episode I want to focus on a kind of strange pairing and it is going to be between the movie Inception by Christopher Nolan and the much more recent Disney TV show Loki. And one of the ideas I'm going to come back to is that both of these stories, in some way, engage with questions about how the mind works and, more importantly, how the mind creates meaning. One of the big takeaways from neurological science and research is that the human mind is not a sponge at all. I think that many of us have been taught to think about the human mind in this way. But in fact, the human mind does much more than soak up information. It inserts information. It puts it into the world. And sometimes that information, that kind of informational insertion is accurate and other times is inaccurate. And both Loki and Inception ask us to think about how the mind does that, and what happens when we cannot confidently figure out how the mind is putting information into the world. Now that's the basic context. What I want to do first before talking about the TV show Loki and the movie Inception is I want to talk about inkblot tests or what are often called Rorschach tests. Many of us know what this is already. I'm going to give everyone a little bit of context just because I think this tells us about how the human mind works and how both of these stories engage with the human mind. When we look at a Rorschach test, what we're really doing is we're trying to embrace the way that the human mind creates meaning where there may not be any there. Reality is not something that just exists in the world. It is something that is created by connecting and linking certain kinds of information. When we look at a Rorschach test or an inkblot test, we are looking at something that was created randomly. Someone just uh, put some ink on there, folded the paper over, and then we look at it and we're able to say, oh, that is a face or an elephant (laughs) or a butterfly or whatever. Um, But in fact, this is the human mind seeing a pattern that isn't there. Another way of thinking about this is the example of looking at a cloud. You or I might look at a cloud in the sky and say that looks like a happy face or a mountain, but that says much more about the human mind inserting information than it does about the cloud itself. This work by the human mind is central to literature and it is central to stories. Now I'm going to connect this to Inception and then after that to Loki. Inception is about Cobb who is played by Leonardo DiCaprio and the main idea, the main question at the center of the movie is how and whether you can get someone to think outside of their own context. One of the things that is so central to the human mind is that it is up for an argument whether we can get the human mind to think outside of itself. Now, for those of us interested in philosophy, we might know a very extreme version of this, and it is called solipsism. The idea behind solipsism is that it is impossible for the human mind to know something that is outside of itself. To give you a very specific example, I can look around me and I can see a desk. I can hit the desk. But it is actually, at least according to solipsism, impossible for me to know that that desk is an objective reality because everything is funneled through my mind. (laughs) There is nothing I can do to not do this. In the end, there is a pink, squishy object in my head that is taking information and is... Creating patterns, right? And is making assumptions. And sometimes those assumptions aren't very good. Now, another movie that engages uh, with this idea is The Matrix. When you're in The Matrix, it is really hard to recognize that you are in a fabricated, artificial world because we think within that context. So, Inception, I think, is actually picking up on something very similar. Hob and several of the other characters are going into dream worlds, and then they're going into dream worlds within those dream worlds, and then dream worlds within, <laughs> within those dream worlds, within dream worlds. right? So it is this kind of nesting of realities. And in the end, and Christopher Nolan talks about this too, the movie is about what happens when you can at a certain point discern the difference between reality and dream, and perhaps more importantly, Does't matter if you can't figure out the difference between them. All right So for inception, in the end, everything for Cobb goes through his own mind to the extent that it actually becomes impossible for him to say what is dream and what is reality. And this sets the stage for Loki. All right? it, it, this might seem sort of a weird segue, but it, it should be. At the center of Loki is the question about what kind of jolt is needed to get someone to think outside of their own context. At the center of the story in Loki, we have Loki, who's been classified as a variant, who prods at and pushes away from the sacred timeline, and at least according to the TVA, needs to be um, cut off and and, uh, relegated. He needs to be contained. So we have him, we also have Mobius, who is played by Owen Wilson, and the question is whether Loki can be a useful instrument for getting Mobius to think outside of his own experience. All right, now I want to pause there, because I want to give a little bit of the philosophical context behind this. In philosophy, there is a discipline called hermeneutics, hermeneutics is essentially the study of how humans make meaning. And within that discipline, we have this concept of the heuristic, Uh, and this is spelled H-E-U-R-I-S-T-I-C. A heuristic is a mental shortcut that allows the mind to quickly and most of the time accurately make assumptions about the world, right? So that we learn to think in certain ways with enough experience and then uh, if a heuristic is triggered if it is primed then it automatically just inserts itself and and we make assumptions based off of that a very quick uh, analogy that i can make is to genre if you or i pick up a book or start watching a movie and we know that it is a romantic comedy as soon as we recognize that our mind inserts a series of assumptions some of them may end up being accurate, some of them might not be. But this is a heuristic because once our mind is primed to think in a certain way, it just does it automatically, without question. Uh, and this is how a heuristic Whereas we develop heuristics as we go along, right? Based off experience and they kind of adapt themselves and usually they happen somewhat subconsciously because that's just how the mind works, right? It puts everything that can remain subconscious into kind of back shelf and then once the person interacts with something or encounters something where they need that heuristic, it can kind of just use it, right? Quickly, uh, automatically, and the person doesn't actually have to think about it. Loki is about whether Loki, the character, can get Mobius to think outside of his heuristic. Right? Mobius' uh, idea is that he has this, what Loki would call, a glorious purpose. And that glorious purpose is matched up to the TVA's glorious purpose of uh, preserving the sacred timeline. And that means getting rid of variants that ask us to question it. So once a variant like Loki is put into the mix, The question becomes whether Loki can think outside of that heuristic. Now this is extremely difficult to do, not just for the TV show but in general because it comes down to a paradigm shift. And there I'm going to hit a pause again to give some context for this that I think would be useful. The phrase paradigm shift really took off because of the work of a philosopher of science named Thomas Hume and he was very interested in the universe and the mapping of the universe. For many of us, myself included, when we think about what needed to happen for us to recognize that the sun was at the center of the solar system we tend to think about it in a linear way. One day we think that the earth is the center of the universe of the solar system and then the next day we recognize because of scientific research that that's not true and that the sun is. But Thomas Kuhn really focused on how untrue (laughs) that was. That what actually happened was amounting over decades and decades and decades of scientific information that suggested that the mapping that we had at that point, that had the Earth at the center of the solar system, that is the geocentric model, that that is wrong and that, in fact, we need to shift things. We need to scrap things almost completely, go back to the diagrams, go back to the charts, and say, that is incorrect. The Earth is not the center of the solar system. The sun is. That we need to move to what is called a heliocentric model, and we need to go from there. So once we have this mounting of evidence to say that the sun is the center of the solar system and not the Earth, what happens is not going back and scrapping the diagrams. In fact, what scientists do is they go to those diagrams and they engage in mathematical gymnastics. They try to figure out how to make the math work, how to make the charts work, so that the Earth is still the center of the solar system. They do not give up. These are experts. These are people who dedicated their lives to um, the mapping of the solar system. So instead of looking at that evidence and saying, we were wrong, They say, we're still right, and despite all of those inaccuracies, we can still make the math work. The paradigm shift only happens after a very, very, very long time. Uh, And it's a time that happens after what was called uh, keeping up appearances, right? Keeping up appearances is what scientists did to make the math work so that they were still right in the end. But once more time passes and there is this uh, larger social recognition that the sun, in order to actually make things work, needed to be at the center of the solar system, then we can have the paradigm shift, right? Then we can actually rethink things in a more productive, more accurate way that actually looks at the science, looks at the research. Loki is about this, right? It's about this for Mobius. One of the questions at the center of the narrative is whether Loki can be the jolt that Mobius needs to undergo a paradigm shift. Because one of the things that happens is that Loki tries to convince Mobius that he is a variant, and every member of the TVA is a variant, and that forces him and other characters to have to fundamentally reimagine themselves and to reimagine how they link up, if they link up, to the TVA's overarching mission of preserving the sacred timeline. And this kind of paradigm shift happens in fits and starts. It's not something that is linear, that happens one time and then it just sticks, right? Mobius has to go through this kind of psychological experience because in undergoing a paradigm shift, he has to shift His heuristic, he has to take those mental shortcuts and he has to either say that he can keep up appearances, right? he can make them work so that his assumptions are still right despite all those inaccuracies, or with the mounting evidence, he needs to say, I need to scrap the model, I need to go back, I need to rethink the heuristic, and I need to undergo a paradigm shift, right? And that's eventually what happens, but there are a series of stages that need to happen to get there, right? So, and this actually gets us, and this will be the last thing I'm gonna say, back to the connection between Loki and Inception, because Inception is much more ambiguous, right? It kind of throws the narrative, and Christopher Nolan kind of throws his hands in the air and says, we're not sure what is real, what is dream, and it might not matter. For Loki, the TV show, it's, it matters very much. Um, and there actually is, in that TV show, much more of a shift in a confident direction. And that's all I wanted to say in this podcast about the connections between Loki and Inception in terms of how they represent and engage with the human mind. I hope that you enjoyed the episode and learned something new or at least found a different way to connect these different stories.